Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I've created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey. We need to wake up. We have one life and it matters. This podcast is for anyone who senses that life is meant to be more than the one you are living today. You want to be happy. You just want peace. You want something different. You're desperate for a change. But how? If this is you, then you are in the right place. Each week, I'll provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up, Your Life is Calling. This is episode number 11. There are so many messages about self-love that are floating around the interwebs these days, and honestly, I say amen to them all. And at the same time, I think that self-love can sometimes feel like an elusive concept. Like, what does it really look like to love yourself? Well, that's exactly what we are going to talk about today, some very practical ways that you can love yourself. So do you ever think about the fact that you have a relationship with yourself? Do you think about it that way? Well, I would offer that the relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship in your life. And I've heard Tony Robbins say that the quality of our life can be measured by the quality of our relationships. I really agree with this wholeheartedly. And I think that every other relationship that we have in our life is built on the foundation of this relationship that we have with ourselves. Now, I know that some people will disagree with me on this, and that's okay, but I believe that it's impossible to love others beyond the level that you love yourself. You always love yourself first. And when you can fully love and accept yourself, it enables you to do that same thing for others. And when you can lavishly give yourself grace and compassion, it enables you to do the same thing for others. When you are regularly and relentlessly looking for the best in yourself, then you tend to do that same thing for others. And conversely, when you are judging and condemning yourself harshly, then you will be so much more inclined to do the same to others. And think about this, when people are depressed or they're caught up in self-loathing, both of those are very inwardly focused states. What are depressed people thinking about most of the time? They are thinking about themselves and their problems. They typically aren't spending much time thinking about how they can contribute or add value to the world or to the lives of others, right? 
loving ourselves well helps us to love others well, period. But sometimes the term loving yourself feels ambiguous. So how do we do it? All right, so let's jump in. What are some practical ways? Well, the first way is so basic, but it basically is just know yourself. Who are you? What are your core values? What are you passionate about? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Who are you no matter what? And who do you want to be? Who are you becoming? These questions seem so basic, but you would be surprised how many clients I've had that have had a hard time answering these questions. And I get it. Life gets busy, particularly if you are a parent or a spouse. It's so easy to get caught up in taking care of everyone else. And somehow we just lose ourselves in that process, right? Don't. Spend some time with yourself, looking inward to discover your true self beyond the image that you present to the outside world. All right, that's number one. Number two is take care of your body. This is huge. You and your body are a team. You will be together until death do you part. So treat it well, my friend. Pay attention to how the food that you're eating makes you feel and then make adjustments accordingly. Eat food that makes you feel good and that nourishes your body most of the time. And our bodies are made to move. You don't have to spend hours at the gym, but your body is going to work best if movement is a part of your regular routine. So take care of your body and your body will take care of you. Okay, number three is rest. Seriously, you need rest. Exhaustion and overwhelm are not badges of honor prioritize your sleep and be ruthless about creating margin in your life so that you aren't running relentlessly all of the time. Rest also includes play. So go have some fun. I read a book several years ago that was titled Rest. And the subtitle was Why You Get More Done When You Work Less. I loved that book. It was packed full of so many nuggets, and I highly recommend it. One of the points that really stood out to me from the book was this concept of active rest. And active rest can really be anything from working out or climbing a mountain or doing needlepoint or painting a canvas. It's anything that requires your full focus and attention on the activity at hand, which is something that is bringing you pleasure. So get out and have some fun and your body will recognize that as rest. So there's a quote in the book that I actually wrote down when I was reading it, and I still will glance at it today. I think it's so powerful, and I just wanted to share it with you. And the quote says from the author, if you want rest, you have to take it. You have to resist the lure of busyness. Make time for rest. 
take it seriously and protect it from a world that is intent on stealing it. Amen, right? I love that. All right, number four is cultivate joy. Now, first of all, if you are a regular listener and you listen to episode number eight, you know that gratitude is the foundation of joy. So definitely begin there. Find a few specific things each day to be grateful for. And then beyond that, to cultivate joy, do things for the sake of your own joy, for your own pleasure and delight. Now, if you don't have a strong sense of what those things are for you, then take some time to figure it out. Something that I have done, a coach that I followed a long time ago, her name is is Tiffany Peterson. I still adore her today. Um, She had suggested this and I have done it. I've also suggested it to clients, but, and, and now I'll share it with you, is to write down a joy list. And that is just, it's really simple. Get out a sheet of paper, write down 10 or 20 things that bring you joy that costs money. And then another 10 or 20 things that bring you joy that don't cost a dime. And then reference that list and begin to intentionally weave those things into your days and your weeks. So for me, I love having fresh flowers in my house. So a simple thing that I can do is just to pick up a grocery store bouquet, 10 bucks or less, and I smile all week every time I see them. What brings you joy? Do more of that. And the last one is have your own back. Start paying attention to how you are talking to yourself. Are you speaking to yourself like you would speak to anyone else in your life that you love? Commit to only speaking kind words to yourself. Absolutely no trash talking ever. And I really want to encourage you to take it one step further and do this intentionally in the mirror. I think it can be really powerful to look yourself in the eye in the mirror and say nice things to yourself out loud. Say the things that maybe you have longed to hear from someone else, maybe from your parents or from your spouse. Things like, I love you. I forgive you. I trust you. You are amazing. I believe in you. Commit to doing this every single day for a specified period of time and just notice how does it feel. And I'm just going to warn you that it might not be easy to do at first. It might bring up some emotion for you. And if it does, that's okay. That's normal. Keep doing it. Get used to talking to yourself like you love yourself. Having a healthy, loving relationship with yourself is the foundation for having that same type of relationship with everyone else in your life. And 
I would go so far as to say that having a great relationship with yourself, loving yourself is the foundation for a good life. When you love yourself, you feel good in your mind and in your body. You are free to dream and take action towards those dreams. Knowing your worth and believing that you are 100% deserving and capable. You will see past yourself more often and think more often and more easily of other people first. You can more easily see the best in other people when you are looking from a place where you are certain and you know the best in yourself. Everyone wins when you love you. So maybe just for now, pick one or two of these things that we've talked about today and focus on those things this upcoming week. Practice them. I would love to hear how it goes for you. You can find me on Instagram at Jen Bogard. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear. All right, that's it for today, my friends. Until next week, love yourself.